0: Felicity, what's up?
1: Just uh, the usual. The, the usual. <laughs> I don't well, no. I have a good answer to that because I'm in court. Well, we're all in quarantine, so nothing is ever up.
0: Well, uh, yeah, okay. I get I get it. But the usual is not the usual because you know what we're doing here? We're actually now you are officially the co-host and we've done all the intros, but we're now about to start our season five and i wanted uh, wanted everybody to know that and to realize that uh, you know this is this really is the first official role because you were kind of a guest on our last episode with adam right
1: i was wiggling my way in the door that's right yeah. and now i have thrust the door open kramer style and uh ready to jump into season five <laughs> yeah
0: and we have a new graphic with felicity in place of adam which is great felicity spent Ages, Hours.
1: A long time. A long time <laughs> trying to get that picture yeah. exactly right.
0: Yeah. Uh, so there's that. And we're going back to the original Tina Turner song, starting back up Ooh. with uh, the original. So uh, that's... A throwback. Yeah, I think, I, I think it just makes the most sense. But you know what? When, one of the things, Felicity, you're going to have to do is think about uh, another a, a future version for season six of the intro song.
1: I think we should get the Osgood Band to record one. I agree. <laughs> this will come up in a future episode, dear yeah. listeners.
0: Yes, uh, you're absolutely right. And so now, this is how we're going to end this little segment off: is by saying, "Get ready, Osgood Law School Band, or any other law school for that matter, if you can." Uh, cover tina turner's version of what's law got to do with it what's what's love got to do with it actually you could cover it by changing the word love to law that would be awesome if you did that we would like that yes okay accepting
1: accepting bids now
0: yes yes pat send them in all right felicity on to the show And that's what you get from students who've worked for a few years before coming back to law school. They actually care about everybody else, <laughs> unlike the... Very
1: much the section mom. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, yes. that, what a great, What a great idea. And that would endear you to the rest of your colleagues, I would think, right off the bat. Right. Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It, a lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig.
1: And I'm three l law student Felicity Redan.
0: Felicity, how are things today with you?
1: not bad'm pretty nice and sunny out here.
0: That's good. I won't say where you are but you're in somewhere that's sunny. that's good enough right and with well lots of windows as well so it's it windows. looks it looks nice um, so my uh, for you Felicity, you know we, we came up with this idea that I'm going to ask you some weird question each week and that will try and stump you but i'm going I'm going to give you all kinds of weeks to build up to the real stumper (laughs) so i'm gonna yes it's part of part of your training but today i'm gonna ask a question which what would you what are you what we're in a we're in pandemic times i should remind everybody that we are all on zoom here um what would you be doing differently were if it were if there were no pandemic right now
1: well, I think, you know, for starters, I would be going to class. <laughs> um, I would be physically, in Toronto.
0: Physically going to Physically class? going
1: to class oh, okay. and keeping up on time a little more, I think. Um, I would be in Toronto and I think I would be seeing some more people. Right now, I, I pretty much only see my family.
0: Right. Well, I think that's, that's probably... Par for the course for most of us right now. So, But you would be in Toronto, which tells, you know, we won't say where you are, but you're just not in Toronto at this not present in Toronto. stage. Well, I am, and I are, our guest is, I'll introduce Rachel today. Rachel Glassman as our guest on today's show. Uh, Rachel, tell us a little bit about yourself first.
2: Hi. Um, yes, I'm also a 3L student at Osgoode. Before I came to law school, I was working for about a decade in film and television and then made a gigantic switch over to law school. And now entering my third year in a pandemic, definitely not how I thought I'd be starting this year, but, you know, we're all adjusting.
0: Yes. Well, hopefully, um, (laughs) Th- trying. I, yeah, as best we can, as Felicity says, you adjust by going somewhere else, maybe that. But you are in Toronto, aren't you? I was correct that in that. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm in Toronto. I'm actually at my parents' house right now because I've set up a little office for myself here. A little, I get my commute still,
0: so I'm okay. not in my
2: not in my bedroom trying to study there, which is very nice.
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it's and we're both inferior to Felicity's windows. I think is, is the, <laughs> the point. So what would you, uh, say it. yeah, no, you don't need. To. So we always ask the other, the other standard question of our guests. Uh, Rachel, what uh, can you name a, I always say it doesn't have to be a favorite, but a, a, a TV show or a movie that you really love that re- is related to law. Hmm. Given For that us, you're in. We can
1: throw that in the mix.
0: You should, you should have lots of answers to that since you were in the business. Yeah.
2: Of. I mean, there's, you know, there's the, the law shows I loved before I started law school, and now there's fewer of them now that I know everything they're doing wrong. Um, uh, you know, when I started, when I when I first got into Osgood, but before I started, I just binge-watched all of Suits because, you know, it's kind of a rite of passage. It's shot in Toronto, so you get to see all of the backgrounds that you've walked down before. And then as soon as you start classes, you realize that, like, it's so unethical. <laughs> it would never actually work.
0: So, ship, what makes you think that I'm going to let the whitest man that I have ever seen interview for our firm? Uh,
2: because I have an appointment. Hmm. <laughs> but it's still, it's still a very fun show to watch, so probably probably suits us up there.
0: Okay, well that's good. I, it's funny how Suits has got the has the most votes uh, for it's this, a and a popular yet, answer. I know, and I and I, I have to say this every time to the guests because the guests may not know. I've never seen a single episode of Suits, so I I can't really help. But do you, have you watched it all, all seasons?
2: No, definitely not all seasons. I think I gave up after season five. Okay. I want to say, yeah, you didn't made it make it pretty far. far.
0: Yeah, that's, we should have, you know, if we, if I'd known that there were going to be so many votes for Suits, I would have started asking how far, how far did you go? Because it sounds like, I don't know if anybody went, has gone the whole, however many seasons there are. Yeah,
2: I think it's, it must be eight seasons now. I think it's over now. But yeah, I didn't, I definitely did not watch the last couple. So,
0: so given that it's, I, I I assume a season in TV terms is probably film Maybe maybe they film two seasons a year, but still uh, not even, probably one a year. No, they maybe. do one. So yeah, one a year. So eight years of filming in Toronto, and you were in the business before that. Did you have anything to do with Suits other than no. as a, just a passive observer? Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I knew people who worked on Suits, but I never worked on that. I was on the TV broadcasting side mostly, so the people who decide what gets to go on TV and then making sure it fits in the schedule rather than the person sitting behind the camera.
0: Right. Yeah. Oh, and we will. Will you and I can talk? I, I'll. Men- I'll talk about that in later on in the podcast because there is a connection between you and me and your work, right? Yeah.
2: There is. Yes. Uh, we'll leave.
0: We'll leave that as a teaser for now. Sounds Le- good. <laughs> Felicity, what? Uh, any? Do you have? Well, you and well, I you and Rachel were in that, the same section, weren't you? So you can, That's
1: right. And I was just thinking that Rachel's scheduling TV really translated well for the rest of us in 1L because before anyone had met anybody, she sent out to our whole section. A big schedule of all of our classes and all of the readings and all the assignments, and really just like bringing those those previous uh, career skills in and it saved a lot of us I
0: think. oh really, what was it like a big spreadsheet for everyone I,
1: It
2: was a Google Calendar, so it just made sure that you know because I remember the first few weeks of your class were a bit strange, because I think you hadn't been teaching our section, someone else had been. And so our, our classes were in different classrooms than we expected. And then legal process, as I'm sure you know, has a million assignments. And so trying to keep track of all of them was just, let's just put it in a calendar and have it there for us.
0: <laughs> oh, and that's what you get from students who've worked for a few years before coming back to law school. They actually care about everybody else <laughs> unlike the <laughs> very much
1: the section mom <laughs>
0: yeah yes. no, that, what a great what a great idea and that would endear you to the rest of your colleagues i would think right off the bat right
2: yeah i'm pretty sure that's why i won the election to be our section representative <laughs> but you know can't say for sure uh
0: yes and <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> we uh I think we're going to have you on two episodes, I think, Rachel, because one of them is to talk about student government. But I think mm-hmm. today, let's, why don't today we talk more about your, just what it's like to come back to law school for somebody who's been out there for mm-hmm. quite a few years, uh, almost so a return to school, really, right? And how that was. So, so yeah. you've now had one year of it.
2: you have had two years of it
0: now. Sorry, two years. Yeah. Yeah. I lose track. <laughs>
1: you don't yeah. look a day over a 1L law student that's why thank you
2: <laughs>
0: um
1: yeah it's definitely been
2: it was a big transition and uh getting into 1L was huge for me I also did things in a very long roundabout route so I Decided in February of one year that I wanted to go to law school and then spent about three months um, studying for the LSAT, did the LSAT in June, applied in November, and then started at Osgoode the following September. So it it felt like a really long lead up of uh, kind of getting into the mindset of going back to school right? while also still working full time.
0: Yeah. Did you work full time right up until the very last day?
2: I took a month off. Oh, okay. Yeah, I took a month off. Um, uh, This was right when the big wildfires were happening in Vancouver, and I went and visited some friends out there. So uh, I spent maybe a week or two in Vancouver just kind of catching up with people I hadn't seen. I kind of knew that law school was going to be all-encompassing, so I wanted to see people while I still had the chance to. And uh, one of my friends actually works for a law firm out in Vancouver, so he took me on a tour around his office and – just kind of, you know, saw friends, um, went to a couple museums, did a bunch of bike riding when I was out there. It was really nice. Very smoky, though. Very <laughs> uh,
0: smoky. Yeah, that's, uh, well, and it's not much better this year. In fact, in California, it's much worse, but. Uh, yeah. So, um, Felicity, since you're my new co-host and we, we bear, we have to get to know each other as well as we go through this. I, I don't even know where you, are you straight out of undergrad? Are you no, uh, I did a master's. This? Oh yes! Oh yes! I did not that. just okay. any
1: master's. <laughs> no. right. A useless professional degree, not useless <laughs> to everybody, but useless to me. Um, a master's in physiotherapy, um, but that one actually went straight through. So I had a bit of a different experience than you, Rachel. I had an overlap of a week between the end of my master's and the beginning of my of law school. So I had to skip some orientation events um, and I had to leave work a little bit early some days to try and kind of mush the two things together. And I think it would have been really nice to take that month and and kind of get your head into it. Um, But I wonder if that, I mean, for me, I I at least rolled from one school into another. For you, like, was there anything when you rolled into starting 1L right away, Mm -hmm. was there anything about that that you think, like, was made easier by having the career, having a career first, or, or do you think it was all harder?
2: <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of things that come from being what Osgood calls a mature student. Uh, it, it's I definitely had a lot less of the anxieties that I see a lot of one else having, where they're so concerned about what grades they get, and they're so concerned about show, proving an interest in a subject when they're going off to these recruitment cycles. Is someone coming in with some world experience? I, you know. I already knew how to schedule my life. I knew how to do the time management things. I knew how to kind of schedule doing groceries and hanging out with friends still and making time for kind of self care um, that a lot of one else struggle with because they're just, they've never built up that skill set yet. So there there were definitely positive things coming into it. Um, That being said, I had completely forgotten how to study. Just, you know. I also came from a film background, and so I never had exams before I came to Osgoode. My entire undergraduate degree was either making films or writing essays about films. And then a couple of history courses I did were also just essays, or our quote-unquote exams were sit in this room for three hours and write an essay. So coming into Osgoode and having to learn how to study the way that law students study and prepare for an exam was a huge, huge shift for me.
0: Yeah. And I think that's, that I can, you can expand on that for, I think most, as as you say, so-called mature students face that difficulty of it is, well, you're returning to school and that all the things that school includes and at law school in particular, it's these things called exams that uh, make it different. Felicity, was that the same for you though? Did you have, did you have to struggle to get your head around exams as well? or
1: So I think I'm actually uh, very different from both of you. And I think a lot of law students, I love the 100% exams. Um, it's just like my brain works that way. Um, I, science exams are very like you wait all year and then memorize everything. And that's kind of the kind of the fast thinking that works well on a law school exam. Um, but I... Hate papers and everything like that. So it, uh, I think there's definitely some skills that I could have learned in my previous degrees and, and I didn't, uh, that made law school a little harder in, in other
0: ways. You have to do a dissertation or something for a graduate degree, you know, a long paper?
1: I, with the professional degree, it was, so we, I did get my professional, like my physio research published, but um, with a group of other students. Um, and it was very, it's just a very different, it's like clinical research. So a very different environment than sort of reading other people's writing and then thinking about it yes. and all of that. Um, so it was just kind of a different world. So I wonder, Rachel, you mentioned that you had, sorry, Richard. Oh, go ahead. Um, Rachel, you mentioned you had other friends who were in like lawyers in Vancouver mm-hmm. and they had obviously the professional life and you had yours. Was there anything, do you think that that kind of gave you an idea of what to expect? Or do you think you sort of expected more of a career and then you ended up as a student and it's a very different world?
2: No, it was definitely really helpful to have friends who are already lawyers because I just, you know, I reached out to them and I said, hey, please introduce me to anyone you know who went to Osgood. Tell me what I need to know. And so I ended up meeting probably four or five Osgoode alum before I started school and just had coffees with them and said what advice can you give and I did get a, a lot of really good advice from them whether it was color code your summary to make it easier to look through when you're at an exam to, Oh, I also had John McCamus for contracts and he's great and use this textbook, not that textbook. And so, so I got some really specific advice that was super helpful. I don't think any of it was geared towards me coming in as a mature student per se, because most of my friends just went straight through to law school. Um, But I was glad to have their advice. And, and, you know, one of my friends, the one I visited in Vancouver He started out at a pretty major um, law firm, one that we would consider a Bay Street firm here. And after a few years, he left it and went to a smaller, kind of more boutique firm. And it was interesting kind of hearing why he had done that. And um, it's kind of how I'm trying to shape my career, too, is based on the advice that I've been given, not just about how to succeed in law school, but how to succeed afterwards and how to shape your career, because that's ultimately why we're all here.
0: It's all good advice, I think. Plus, mm-hmm. it's a perfect segue for me to say, R- Rachel. I don't know if Felicity even knows this. Rachel and I kind of, well, I, I knew of you, that's for sure, mm-hmm. before you came to law school. Because was it your boss? Can we call him? Yeah.
2: Her? Yeah, he was my boss.
0: Her boss was a former student of mine as well and he in a very similar career path right he was in film and tv before deciding to go to law school then he became a lawyer and then he ends up back in film and tv but as a well i think i don't know if he does law does he currently it's more
2: no so he's or, yeah. yeah so he's the senior vice president um, at chorus and he his work is mostly in business side of things but it's definitely helpful that he has a law background for it because when you're negotiating a contract, you know, you can do it without being a lawyer, but it's helpful if you can look through it and understand what the contract means, not just from a business perspective, from a legal one too. Right. But he's the first one to tell you that he'll always get the lawyers there to, to do the final or review because he is not practicing right now. That is <laughs> not what he does anymore.
0: <laughs> he doesn't want to risk the liability. That's it. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, it was, and I think you, did you, I can't remember if Arthur contacted me or you contacted me just before you started to say that, I think Arthur did saying, uh, uh, yeah. my my uh, staff member of mine is going to be at Osgood. And it
2: mm-hmm. turns out
0: we are in the same section, so.
2: Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I got, oh, I asked right. Arthur to contact you and, and I had these big ideas that I'd be able to bike up to Osgood. Yeah, and I try, I think you said, no one really makes it past November, and I think that was true. I don't think I made it later than October because <laughs> it, it. I didn't really. I knew how far away Osgood was, but I didn't really know how far away <laughs> Osgood is. It's a. Uh, it's not a university in Queen Street.
0: <laughs> no. It is.
2: It's, uh, it's over twenty kilometers from my house, so um, yeah, I didn't didn't end up biking that long.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I think there are many people those those who come to Toronto as. Students from outside Toronto, another province let's say often make the mistake of going onto the subway and, t- and getting off at Osgood station when they' <laughs> for those who don 't live in Toronto, that is not the station for osgood hall law school that 's a different osgood it 's almost Courthouse. as
1: far away as you can get
0: yes, exactly in the city of five, four million it's a it 's a long way away so mm-hmm. i uh, I admired your pluck and just even trying it for a month or so to, to cycle up to Osgood, it is a trek.
2: It is a trek. Um, you know, I do love cycling, and I did enjoy it. It was, and it was nice not to have to take the TTC for a bit. But, um, one thing you never think about when you're doing, you know, long distance cycling or you know, long distance running is not just the physical exhaustion, but the mental exhaustion. And I found, one um, L is very difficult. And it's very tiring. And you've got classes for like 18 hours a week, plus you're doing tons of reading, tons of studying, and then all the other things you're doing in your life. And just trying to add on to that the mental exhaustion that comes from cycling for a couple hours a day was just too much not, for me. And I had to yeah. give it up.
0: I'm trying to think if there's, I think Osgood's unique in Canada as being that far away from the, the core. Of the city that it's in,
1: UBC is pretty far.
0: Well, it depends where you, you could live, though. In
1: you can live at UBC. That's true. You can live in Osgood.
0: <laughs> no, I know. But
1: I wouldn't. But you could. I
0: I still think UBC is closer to center of Vancouver than Osgood is to the center of Toronto. No. Uh, anyway, somebody can. One of our listeners can let us know. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, the commute aspect is is weird. You certainly don't I don't like commuting to to Osgood, but I still do on my bike every for about two months out of the eight I guess I would commute there
2: <laughs> that's not bad
0: yeah well and but I don't have to go through the same as you say my anxieties are not quite the same i <laughs> I have them, but they're just different i don't worry I don't have to worry about the 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 whole attending class and then thinking about class and reading and all of that i can go in, do my teaching, and then come home at a reasonable hour on a bike. Mm-hmm.
1: I guess I have I have one more question for Rachel kind of related to that. Do you think, I guess semi-related, um, I think we both did a similar thing where we were both sort of situated in Toronto and then chose law schools in Toronto because we were kind of like that was our, our home base. Mm-hmm. Um, do you find that, that, did that make it easier for you or harder for you to kind of get into the fully law school world? Um. It's an interesting
2: question. I think I definitely chose Osgoode. I mean, there's so many reasons why I chose Osgoode. It's absolutely the right school for me on a number of levels. Um, one of the reasons I chose it was because I had my whole support system here. I have my family here. I've got my friends here. And I just, I was already living in a house that I didn't want to leave. And it just kind of, it made sense to be here. Um I don't know if it made the transition easier because there is something nice about having, having your whole life be around this, this new thing. I've lived in a couple different cities, um, you know, in my twenties and it, there is something nice about just kind of hopping on a plane, going somewhere new and setting up and shop and like just adopting a new mindset. And I didn't, get that part of it but i definitely adopted a new mindset pretty quickly when i started at school just because of <laughs> how one l <else> treats you
0: <laughs> yeah
2: didn't did, need that move
0: did you you did you ever think of going anywhere else or was it no. always that, yeah okay so
2: i mean i applied other places but um i knew that osgood is where i wanted to go um i can talk about that if you're interested <laughs> about why
0: well we're We're actually, I think we're running out of time on this one. But I, it's, I think, again, I will generalize to some extent, but I think many of the students, I don't want to call them mature students, because you're right, I don't like that term. But it's students who've worked, let's say, before, before coming back to law school. I think most of them are much more limited in their choices, because they probably are, they've settled down somewhere, they have roots, they might have family. So you're more likely to be going to the to the local law school it'd be surprising to me if many went away
2: i mean i there definitely are some who go away i know a couple of students um there's a couple who's actually in 2 right now they relocated from vancouver to attend Osgood. they're both in their second year now um they, they
0: came as a couple
2: they came as a couple uh, they're married okay. yeah oh.
0: Well, that, okay. Um, that, and that's different then, right? You're, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but yeah, they uprooted from where they were. They both quit their jobs and both started at Osgoode. Um, I know someone else who he and his whole family were living in Winnipeg and he uprooted himself and his three kids and his wife and they came to Toronto yeah, and, and just so, so that he could go to law school. So, yeah. you know, people are willing to, to make the move. But I do take your point that sometimes it's nice to just kind of stick where you are
0: yeah well, and I think again, I know quite a few students who in similar positions yours who actually like to keep their fingers in their old job as well and do a bit of work on the side, although again i, I did you do that? did you stay
2: um, not in my to,
0: yeah. yeah,
2: not in one I, I did speak to Arthur, my old boss, I did speak to him about potentially working part time and he was just like, "Try law school for a couple of <laughs> weeks and then come back to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He would know, of course, exactly what is. He was. knew what was going to happen. Yeah.
2: Um, but I am working part-time this year um, at the place that I summered this past oh. summer. So that's okay. nice. That's great. Yeah.
0: So we'll, we'll, we'll flissy. we'll say goodbye, I guess, and uh, thank Rachel for part one. <laughs> of your it's been guests.
2: very nice to be on the podcast You
0: know you have to come up with another movie Or another TV show When we get to part two Since we're and uh, Yeah, that's the rule I'll look, Not I'll look through them. my
2: Rolodex now Yeah <laughs> People still say that I've never seen well, a Rolodex in real students, life. Sure. I've never actually seen a Rolodex. I, I just go- have heard of them.
0: <laughs> I was going to say, do you either of you know what a Rolodex is? I had one at my office when I first started work. So they're
2: I've seen so them well, on TV. That's about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're kind of uh, like they're vintage now, right? They're retro to have mm-hmm. one of those on your desk. <laughs>
2: All right. A phone that stores them all.
0: (laughs) Yes, I know, or a computer. Well, thank you, Rachel, and uh, we will see you later again. Great.
2: Thank you.